Welcome, welcome to the Beers and Miles podcast, where we talk about beers, miles, and whatever else can manage to jump off topic with. My name's Chris, and I am joined by Larry, as always, and welcome back. Travis Scott Berger. That's <laughs> We're just starting with that. Do we talk about that during the last episode? Yeah, I'm did. like super hyped to start <laughs> off with, and it's just like immediately, immediately. Immediately, I'm really before we even get into like a rhythm. I'm Ooh, really hot. excited. You're not cutting that. I think that's very. No, I know. I'm just like it just cuts all enthusiasm. Oh, no, from it me. did not cut any enthusiasm from you. You're just as excited as you were before, but now you're thinking about a delicious meal that has barbecue, Sprite, and it's what lit. is even the Travis Stopper? But I've been thinking about this, right? Drew Brees. If he had a Drew Brees burger, would it be the Bees Trigger? Would it be the Breeze Ginger? <laughs> what? <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Larry. Welcome back. <laughs> Let's drink a beer. Uh, we're right now, you're drinking Who Farted Conky Dong. Uh, this is one of my favorite beers and one of the first Columbus beers that I actually had. Uh, well, besides Bodie, of course. But uh, yeah, um, love these guys. And I mention them a lot, maybe just because. I'm involved with them with like run club and different things like that. So basically shut up involved with them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's drink, drink some of the beer. Oh yeah. Cheers. Cheers. You mentioned buddy. That's a, to me anyway, a popular runescape streamer from the UK. So I just had to get body. my reference in early. Oh, damn it. If not, uh, if it wasn't with the actual theme. Yeah, actually we have a new theme. Yeah, we now. Do have a new theme. Yeah. Uh, I got bored and I thought honestly after like episode two, I've already wanted to change the theme anyways. So yeah, we have a theme. Uh, let us know what you think about it. If you hate it, well, too bad. <laughs> too bad. <laughs> if you hate it so much that you're not willing to listen to our podcast anymore, write in to questions the number four Larry at gmail.com. That's we questions the number four Larry at gmail.com. Might change it back, depending on how important you are to us. <sighs> no. No, yeah, right. Nobody is that important. Uh, um, as always, if you uh, if you like listening to us, if you actually listen to us on a weekly basis, we thank you. And uh, yeah, so send in questions and uh, leave a review for us and share around. Let your friends know. Let your cat know. Let your dog know. Let your mom. Uh, maybe your parents might not your parents like might to not hear like, this, like yeah. to hear me talk and curse and uh, yeah, and get really negative. Although Nicole's grandma does listen to the podcast. Hi, Nicole's grandmother. <laughs> Glad you listen. Glad you somewhat like Zach, except for the part where he's from Michigan. We completely understand that. Yeah. yeah. What are we talking about this week? Yeah, and we're, uh, well, we did get Keen her Taco Bell. So, That's true. Yeah, yeah. That did happen. That did happen. I also wanted to give a shout out to Gish Pack. Uh, they sent out a uh, nice little uh, four pack. It's actually a collapsible four pack holder that, I mean, I have a habit of uh, taking these like plastic rings or even just like cardboard and they end up getting really wet and uh now i don't have that i'm able to actually hold a four pack of cans and uh even uh even a jackie o seven or 550 milliliter bottle which is fantastic and then if i'm done with it i just collapse it so uh thanks for sending it over i'm gonna show you the picture of it so you will like it i'm actually gonna use it pretty often because i tend to take beer to places so check them out kishpack.com do you know how much one of these runs uh, I think it's eight bucks for a four pack holder. Really? That's yeah, not bad at all. Not bad. I might actually pick up one for myself. Yeah. We're not sponsored. What? Yeah. Is this technically a sponsorship? Well, they gave me one. So. It counts. Hey. <laughs> uh, they're making a six pack holder too. Okay. So that's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I super appreciate that. Um, and uh, yeah. So what are we talking about today? 
things stop running probably we could talk about a running i think we're going to be talking about running updates let's talk about yours first because i think you've got some pretty pretty exciting stuff that happened well we'll get into that well i mean so far i'm back to running again Uh, i ran a little bit last week uh paced out uh paced out brayden he was uh we have the trial mile series uh and that has been been going on this just started off last week it is a 5k an 8k um you take a week off 6k then you do a 10k and so the first round, top 25 per region get out. Uh, winner gets a $50 Tracksmith gift card. Uh, right now, if we are in the Great Lakes region, of course, because we're in Columbus. Uh, this weekend, we had Derek and Braden run a 5K. Uh, Braden ran, you can quote me on this because I'm pretty sure I'm not wrong, but Braden ran the fastest 5K in a, uh, in a, what, what, could, what was the, where was the artist? What was the artist? In a, it is a country con- country music star. <laughs> You've lost me. Here. I have lost it. <laughs> I have no I, idea what you're talking about. This is great content. Oh, there we go. Braden ran a 15.07 5K, the fastest 5K in a cotton Kenny Chesney shirt. I wouldn't even guess that if you told me like one of his songs. I have no idea who Kenny Chesney is, nor do I care. I hate country. <laughs> Regardless. <laughs> Braden hit the track, went on like 310 for his first uh, K, and then just started saying, oh, I'm going a little too slow, and decided to put it down and ran a 1507. Uh, I jumped in for a, for a lap or two, a couple laps there, here and there. Um, I was supposed to do, I wanted to do a mile, and it would have been like about 448 pace. Yeah. Uh, but as soon as I got through a lap, I started getting winded, and I'm like, oh, he's going 70s. This is not feeling good. I'm just coming off a marathon, too, so that did not feel good. So it did that, and then I jumped in the last lap for uh, last lap for Derek, um, and yeah, ran in some old old Jasari pluses. Uh, if you guys know what that is, uh, it's a not too comfortable with shoe anymore. It's from two thousand and one, I believe. Uh, the plate's still the best plate I think Nike's ever made, but the upper is leather, so mm-hmm. it's really really oh. weird. <laughs> but it's a cool shoe. I don't ever get to bring out some of these old spikes, and honestly, I didn't give a shit. So you're saying he was running 70s, like 70 seconds for a lap? Yeah. So you're saying I could beat Braden in a race, hypothetically? You can't. Hypothetically. 70 seconds a lap average? Yeah, but I was doing 64 seconds for a lap. You almost died. I did one lap. Fuck off. Braden and I in a race. <laughs> it's happening. Braden would probably outkick you in the last lap of a 5K. Maybe. You probably would still like close down like sub 65. Brayden actually listens. So Brayden, if you want to. I'm putting this out there. Brayden, I've challenged you to a duel. Bring your pot of greed, which allows you to summon two cards from your deck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> also a big shout out to a, a past uh, a past guest. Um, Zach ran the top time in the Great, uh, Great Lakes region. He ran a 14.34, I believe. Um, he just came off an 820, 28 or 829 to 3K a couple weeks ago. So top time in the Great Lakes region. Uh, both Derek, Derek ran 1538. Um, That's pretty good. Braden ran 1507. Um, I mean, considering that Derek's getting back in shape, it's pretty great to see that. And uh, yeah, they, they both made it to the next round. And I think uh, for both of them, they're going to just kind of try to ease in and try to get to the finals. So this next round is against... Uh, Southern Shores, I believe. So top 25 out of the both regions get out. So uh, got an 8K this weekend. I might do a mile of it. I don't know. These legs couldn't go that fast anymore. My legs are a little bit tired. But uh, yeah, now I'm back to running. I think I ran eight miles tonight. Uh, felt 
just a little tight, but uh, we're back to running. No hip problems, so that's great. I also want to throw out a shout out to Hannah, um, who we talked about on the podcast before. She ran a sub 19 5K for the first time, um, and she will probably be moving on to the next round too. Yeah, Hannah. Hannah was one of the top top ones in her region. Yeah. So um, yeah, cool to see that. It's a PR actually. A PR yes, it is. 5K. Yeah, it's her first ever sub 19. Yeah, which I mean, good for her. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Her getting back to running this past year, like really getting to run back. Yeah, yeah. Running, So for a long hiatus, that's awesome. Uh, who else? Anybody else that we knew that ran pretty well that we know from this series? I don't know many people anymore. No, no. Forever, no. for that matter. Uh, <laughs> some, I mean, Evan Schwartz ran about 15.50 up in altitude, so mm-hmm. converted to 15.21. Pretty cool there. And then uh, this guy ran like 14.50 up at 7,000 feet altitude, which converted to like a 14 flat. Just insane. Uh, so, yeah, it's been pretty cool. You guys, like, honestly, if there's something that you want to just see, like, basically mostly just amateur runners it's like really people that are just really into it kind of that next level that um just people just going out there and just racing it's been pretty awesome if you guys want to watch that trial of miles is the instagram there um and it's just been really really cool to watch i saw a group of people just were doing it like a hard 5k in the middle of the city like on a bike path at night That's i was like cool. this is awesome yeah so it's like really much a grassroots kind of thing and i'm really loving it it's like it, it just it really just, it's a fun thing to watch. So, yeah. How about you? How's been running? You had a, you are on your uh, first week of your last of three week buildup. That sounds confusing. I am close to a marathon is what Chris is trying to say. Well, it's, we do, we do three weeks up and then one week off. Yeah. So this is the last like three week build before we take some time. So uh, we're tapering next week? No, you'll have your, your peak week in mileage is this week. Next week is your peak workout, okay. and then you'll take down. But, yeah, run has been going well. Um, last week I ran 59 miles. I was supposed to run 58, but I ended up extending one of my runs to end up running with friends on Friday. Um, uh, but, honestly, for what it was, like, when Chris told me the mileage, he also, like, prefaced the message with saying, like, you got to be careful. Like, I want you to make sure that you're on this. Like, don't, don't like, take this too fast or take it, you know, take it seriously, essentially, is what he was saying um on wednesday i did 12 by one minute on one minute off that was pretty cool uh and then that afternoon i also ran a, a 5k that was a little bit quicker than maybe i should have at 725 yeah 725 average pace um and then on saturday i ran 16 miles i only took one goo during that run which is pretty cool uh, which tells me that i'm pretty physically fit and also pretty ready for a marathon given that the temperature and weather conditions are similar to what we saw on saturday um, but I ran, um, seven miles up, which was just casually at like eight fifteen pace. Then I ran, um, seven miles at marathon pace, which right now we're going for eight minutes flat. Um, truthfully, we'll probably go for that for half the marathon. And then for the second half, we're going to try to, to negative split. Um, and then I, I cooled down to 16 really cool run. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, a little bit faster than what, what maybe we would have liked. I did end up taking the marathon miles fast. I, <laughs> I averaged, I think seven fifty five. For those which is about five seconds off which in a marathon that that will probably kill you um compared to my last year's marathon though back in october of 2019 i ran a 4 14 14 as i'm sure you guys that have listened for a while have um have, know that but for the new listeners yeah 4 14 14 was my time last year so we're going for a 330 now um and that's uh, the it's main goal. sorry yeah eight, eight, that's right under, yeah um but more than likely I kind of want to see if we can stretch that to 325. So that's that's kind of my goal. 
And, uh, but yeah, other than that, I mean, runs been going fantastic this week. We're going further up. We're going up to 63 miles, which is my most mileage that I've ever, or will have ever ran if I do all the miles. Um, and I've got a couple of fun workouts for this week, so I'll keep you guys posted. Yeah. It's probably the toughest two weeks of his running career. So. I guess actually, to be honest with you, last week went by quicker than I thought it would. No, these next two weeks will. Oh, Oh, <laughs> I'm less excited now. Yeah, It'll probably not. go by pretty quick though. Yeah. And, uh, we did slow down the mileage a lot. Um, that's true. Did I did get a little bit frustrated with Tim with about the long run? Cause it ended up being eight Oh four pace for 16 miles. So essentially it was that's pretty, pretty close good to running <laughs> like marathon pace for the entirety of it. So yeah. we ended up, uh, cut, circling back and saying, we need to kind of just, make sure we're doing things right and uh so we slowed it down today's run was pretty good slowed it down significantly and i think that was the best pickups you've ever had too that is true so well i think that's the most consistent pickups i've ever had because i started slower and i'll say slower in quotes because i started at 534 pace and then we're down to 526 then 504 then 450 something so consistently yeah i mean I, I got faster as the pickups went on but i don't know about the best i've ever had no that's i think I, they were better this right. was better yeah um and just for for context it's 30 seconds pickups yeah so yeah it's not like he's running mile repeats because <laughs> uh, that be would like, be pretty cool be like, what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh great great stuff for running um everybody's been some uh, updates for keen keen's gonna be i think she'll be peaking pretty soon as well so she's gonna be doing a marathon in a couple weeks and then she's gonna be going for a 50k she's been killing it she has i think a little bit more mileage more more mile than you do she's and got 64 she's doing, yep yeah. on five days so she's been putting down the miles and it's been pretty cool to see so yeah um we have i'll turn it over to larry uh for this basically the majority of this this part of the podcast i mean um let's do it like that um so what's our main topic for today your boston marathon <laughs> you looked at me i thought i was like did we talk about something else other than the boston marathon and maybe like a couple other cool cat things but yeah um let's talk about yeah honestly i, I think that the uh the important thing to talk about first and foremost is is that we woke up at five o'clock in the morning drove out to antrim and started a uh boston marathon and ran for Two hours, 49 minutes, and what, many seconds? Well, it was 26.22. I didn't want to get unlucky and have it 26.19. Yeah. So I just, like, ended it at the end of the thing. And I had me at 250.05. So it's just right under 250. Would it be under? I don't know what it would have been. Yeah. I couldn't get a, a list on that. Or I couldn't get a thing on that. But, uh, yeah, it was, um, I guess, like, Let's, I guess I'll go into a little bit why, like, why I even did this. Like, honestly, I mean, if you've listened enough, like, you know that I haven't been in shape or I've been hurt and battling a lot of injury issues since probably March. Um, and it, honestly, I just, I signed up for the shirt. <laughs> uh, I saw it was like 50 bucks and you get like, like the whole quote unquote virtual experience. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I can finish a marathon. And then as it kind of get closer and closer, I'm like, oh, I got to do a marathon. <laughs> and then like three or four weeks ago, it was like, well, I mean, it's from way going to my birthday. Why not do it on a weekend for my birthday and just do it as like a birthday thing? And um, 
And then the week before I did a 16 miler and I was like average 648, 648 pace for the, for, and I was like, well, I ran 16 miles without breaking my body. So I think I could do okay. I think I could finish, which that was honestly the goal for a little bit. Just, just finish let's it. Let's finish this shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then from there, as the week started, um, I just said, well, I want to break three because I never want to say that I ever didn't break three in the marathon. Um, yeah. Could was, you imagine? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like I had mentioned, I had mentioned it. To, I forgot who I mentioned it to, but I was like, I think it might've been a Derek and Derek's like, dude, one day it's going to happen. And I'm yeah, like, well, I mean, I don't want it to. So unless you just decide not to do marathons anymore. Yeah. I mean, that could be a thing, <laughs> but <clears throat> I decided to go three. Uh, so I wanted to get the marathon done before quality started. So um, I decided to wake up really, really early. The goal was to start up at 5.45. And I figured three hours, I'd be done by 8.45, get back home by 9 o'clock, start qualifying. watching qualifying, yeah. and start my birthday weekend off right. Um, I got there about uh, about five minutes before. Yeah. Um, uh, I did barely any warm-up to it. I had tough stomach problems. So I was like, ah, I, like it took me a little bit longer. So I ended up starting at 8.55 or a, a 5.55. You were very far off from what you, you wanted to intentionally start. I think it was 5.49 was when you actually started. So yeah. you were about four minutes off. So it was like, well, all right. Well, the longer I take, the less sense I'm going to be able to watch qualifying, which is the only thing that was in my head funny enough. I hate so, you. <laughs> uh, all I had on me was... I had four goose. I had two water bottles of Martin. And yeah, so basically all I had there. Um, I, so I, I, the original goal was to go about 7.20 for that first mile, 7.30, 7.20 for that first mile. Try to get it down to about 6.50s uh, to try to just be right under three flat. Um, which it happened. It happened for a couple miles. Uh, it was at like 7.20 for a little bit. And uh, yeah, so we went, uh, I believe I got, let's pull this up real quick uh, so I can just like remind a little bit there. Right. Um, yeah, so the first first couple miles, were, actually, I wasn't even at 7.20 at all. Uh, 7.08 was that first mile. And right away, it was, it was pitch black. It was, uh, we had three bikers. It was, uh, Larry, Nicole and Jush. Jush and jumped joining us. And, uh, it's really, really cool with this lights. And, uh, it was cool. Had my, I had just bought a pair of galaxy buds too. So they were holding, Larry was holding my phone the entire time. And, uh, <laughs> uh, so it was, it was just kind of just relaxing. It was really nice to kind of come out there. Um, and yeah, we just kept kind of just started going and, uh, Quickly enough, like I had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Within three miles, I had to go to the bathroom. And uh, broke 650, second mile. And I was like, okay, all right, we're, we're, we're moving. Um, went to the bathroom. And then as soon as that happened, um, things started changing pretty quickly. We started hitting 630s. So 630 high, 640 mid. And uh, then at about six miles, Brayden joined me. Uh, so Brayden joined me for about, uh, um, well, First, Derek was supposed to join me at about five. Yeah. Um, and I would had I turned off my headphones for a second to hear what what you was saying, and uh, he was saying that uh, well, that Derek was running behind, and I was like, I kind of just laughed to myself because um, we told him that we're running sevens, and I was running six thirties. I was like, 
Derek's gonna have to run really fast to catch up. I'm sure he did. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he ran like a 540 or something, like yeah. to try to just catch up. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so we got in, and uh, we had we had a whole crew there. Derek and and Braden took me up. We ran down all the way to Goodell, turned around, and then uh, started our our trip all the way up to Hills Market, uh, which is about 15 miles north. Yeah. So. Um, it was great. We started moving pretty quickly, and uh, as soon as we, as soon as they got on, we started moving faster and faster. Uh, started getting in the six twenties pretty quickly, and as soon as thirteen point one hit, I went through in one twenty eight sixteen, and something clicked, and I just started hitting it, just hitting it, just hitting it, and uh, we started going in six six tens, six twenties, and uh, we started really moving. Uh, Derek pulled off at about, I think, just be just right after that. Uh, went home from there, and then Braden just trucked it the entire time. He ran 19 miles of it. Yeah. Uh, and then you had you had Josh join me for the second half too. in biker so, shorts, by the way. So in Josh bike shorts, padded shorts yeah. to run with you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, as soon as I think I, as soon as mile 18 hit, I started going under seven, six tens, and we started just really moving. You were great. Uh, yeah, it, it felt good. Um, and uh, so I got I cut a couple things that I got in there. So um, yeah, I mean Nicole had asked like, was there any 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 time during that marathon where I was like gonna chew Larry's head off? And a couple times. So I didn't do a lot wrong. <laughs> so <laughs> at about six miles into it, Larry goes and and there's this like underpass um, underpass out about six miles, and uh, the bikes go under and we go over and. Larry has my phone on, so like my Bluetooth is like starting short, and I'm like look over, and just like him being all happy go lucky going underneath the overpass. I'm like, what are you doing? You're supposed to be right behind me. I need this. And I didn't think about it, and Josh and Nicole were both like, we got to go under here because we can't ride on the sidewalk. And I was like, well, yeah, okay, I guess I'll just follow along. And then the next thing I know, Chris is giving hand signs like, where are you guys going? And I I didn't think about it until after the race when you were like, yeah, my phone started going <laughs> And uh, Larry got a chance to see like me be race, Chris. Yeah, because I get, I got, I got really competitive with myself. Because as soon as I hit one twenty eight, I said, "Let's try to make a split." And as soon as like mile eighteen hit, I realized that I was, I realized about eight eight miles out that I just did the math in my head and I was like, "I can break two fifty. I'm like, "Well, let's try to break two fifty now." So that was basically in my head. And I started counting down pretty quickly after that. Uh, I started doing the math of how many minutes that I had left about 56 minutes out. I had already started thinking about it. I was like, all right, how many minutes we have? All right, I can last some 48 minutes. I can last another, um, last another 42. We can go from there and just start just really mapping it out. Uh, we got up to Thomas Worthington High School about five miles out. Oh, yeah. And uh Cross country races run, so they blocked the course, and I lost my shit. Like Chris I, yelled out loud. Like I, I um, was listening to AirPods while I bike because really, I mean, it's pretty boring biking for three hours to be honest with you, especially at yeah. that pace. So I tried to like keep entertained, and I listened to Josh and Chris kind of talk back and forth as this cross country team runs across the field, and there's some guy, some jackass to be honest with you. <laughs> He's doing his job, but just some jackass walks out in a vest. And he's like, stop, like, you can't go uh, go here. And I hear Chris and Josh both go, God damn it. So we had to turn around and go backwards towards 
Was that Thomas Worthington High School, the one with the track? Yeah, yeah towards yeah. Thomas Worthington. And then once we kind of looped around and came back, the cross-country people had gone <coughs> wherever they went. Honestly, at that point, I think I was running faster than everybody in there. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, you could have been kids <laughs> if you had eligibility. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, th- those last – yeah, I mean, I, get, I got really competitive with myself at that point, and I was like, well, I'm glad we got to see a little bit of that. So, yeah, uh, there was one point where I was, like, right behind Chris. This was – Maybe six miles out, maybe mile twenty. Mile twenty, yep. So mm-hmm. about six miles out. Um, Chris is a few feet ahead of me. I'm on my bike, and he goes, "Go now!" <laughs> and I'm like, "Calm down. I'm coming up next to you." He's like, "Come on, Larry!" And so I, I came up. I had a pouch on me that I had to unzip, and I uh, handed him a goo, and and he handed it back to me, or I don't know what you did with it. I think I just put it in your pocket or whatever. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, man, I, I had never seen Chris like that. I wasn't mad at him for yelling because I knew that he was in marathon mode. And, I mean, I was the same way whenever I ran my half marathon. You know, I, you kind of get in the zone, the auto zone. You don't really think about it. So, I mean, that was, but it, it's just there's a scary side of Cristobal that not a lot of you get to see. Okay. But I saw. <laughs> behold. <laughs> a yeah. white horse. Yeah, I get, I get a little bit testy um especially that late into it like that's true i don't know what it is it's when i get especially with this event it's like uh because i got tested like that at the columbus marathon when they when i couldn't find a water bottle it's true um because for like every second that i lose is every second that i can't get i typically i can't get back yeah um then me being so close to breaking another bar- every barrier so like two of my races that i've had i've almost broken a barrier so at 20 like breaking 230 just blame it on going to the bathroom yeah <laughs> and even stopping for that water, and then stopping for that water bottle stop yeah. like yeah I, and then even my first one i could have broke 241 um just not going to the bathroom <laughs> if you're a true marathon runner, you pee while you're in I can't do that. No, I can't either. I, do that. <laughs> I feel so uncomfortable. That is so weird. Uh, but that's like imagine the rash. Anyway, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the last four miles, I kept just thinking to myself, I was like, I was going to just feel like spiel over at Britain to say, keep me, just keep me honest. Yeah. And it didn't really have to do that. Like they did a fantastic job. Like all three of them did a fantastic job pacing me out. They were ahead of me for a lot of it and they were just kind of worried that they said they were kind of worried because I kept on falling back but it ended up being like a race for me because they yeah. were just right in front of me and consistent enough where like I pulled up when I needed to and just and and then pulled back when I needed to if I needed to have a down mile I did that um I think I had a down mile right at Thomas Mortenson I had a 620 there but like ended up being pretty great I finished up and uh yeah it was it was weird it was it was uh it's a pretty I don't, I don't know. Virtual was better than I expected yeah. to be. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, number one, to be able to watch you run for that long of a time. Because obviously we've ran together before. Mm-hmm. And we've... Um, I mean, I, I've seen you run at Hoof for over a year at this point. But actually being able to observe your stance, the way that your cadence is, your arms, your movements... Brayden and Derek and Josh and the way that they all moved next to you and how you adjusted during the marathon. And um, it, it really gave me a lot of insight. And honestly, I think that it contributed a lot to how easy the last week was, even though it was supposed to be a, a harder week for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I used a lot of the what I learned, at least in, in terms of observing 
um, to be able to apply that to my running and my form has actually, I think, gotten better because of, of that. Yeah, it was, I, I'd be lying if I, if I didn't say like a lot of, I think it probably had been worse for me too. Not worse in the terms of like, like I would have ran worse, but like worse, like mentally on myself had Keen been there too. It's because true. like I coach both of you guys yeah. and I give you guys a lot of tips and I give you guys a lot of advice on like how to run these things. And at this point, like I have one of my athletes now having a front row seat of me running my event it's pretty neat so a lot of that is like it's me showing in action like the things that i've been teaching you guys mm -hmm. like coming from like even just quick steps coming out of a kind of out of a hill quick steps coming out of a corner like adjusting the pace pulling back when i need to um and just even just negative splitting because we negative split by seven minutes yeah. on there so yes you did um, and even just that fight over the last four miles, cause that hurt. <laughs> yeah. That was, uh, I actually got to watch you be tired for the first time too. I've never seen you tired run. That was pretty cool. It's laboring. <laughs> yeah. I think I still closed pretty close to like the fat, my fast smile. My no, you 100% closed very well. Um, I don't think there was anything wrong with that. It's just watching you actually like struggle to breathe. And like, I remember at one point, like I started cheering you on cause I noticed that you were not, I don't think falling behind, but I think that you just need extra encouragement. So I was like, come on, buddy, you're, you're close. Like we're, we're almost there. We just got to go around these corners. And I didn't do the keen thing where I said, you're almost there, but you're not. I, I yeah. Um, another thing too, and I think that it was pretty neat, but um, Nicole and I and Josh, when he was on the bike, not when he was running, but maybe when he was running too, um, when we would see other runners in bibs, um, both in Boston or people that were just running 10 K's or marathon, whatever you name yeah, it. Like Columbus 10 K's yeah. that weekend too. So we were just cheering everybody on that ran by us that was wearing a bib. And our group was genuinely, I mean, not to toot our own horns, obviously, but some of the most supportive people that I think I'd ever seen on the trail. And, and I think that, or I hope that anyway, that we made someone's day better. Um, other than that one girl that Nicole accidentally called a flying pig who <laughs> <laughs> she was wearing a bib that Nicole thought was for the flying pig. And I told her, Nicole, I think that she thought that you called her a pig because she didn't seem to reciprocate when we all cheered for her. <laughs> I hope that she did well, though. <laughs> so, but yeah, we had a really good time. And I thought it was really cool. And honestly, like from a trainee perspective, like being able to watch you and everything, like um, it's just so interesting to watch you versus thinking about the way that the marathon happened last year. And I'm, it, it makes me very excited for what's coming up here in October. It was, I mean, going back to what you said, like I would say even when things got hard, like I still was cheering people on. Yeah. It actually kind of broke me away from just like me being in it. Yeah. Um, and it was great. It was great to like see like other people in Boston bibs and be like, Hey, let's go, let's get it. Yeah. And, uh, and it, it made, I mean, that's how Boston was for me. Like the first 13 miles is like, me having fun with it and just like yeah. cheering people on just having but like Columbus is different Columbus is like I mean Columbus is I'm I'm racing in my high neck of the woods like I took it super super yeah. like super serious in that, in that in that aspect like I was just kind of zoned in where it's like Boston last year wasn't I was just having fun with it I didn't know what I could do um this was the same way it was like pretty like it was pretty lighthearted. um 
I mean, I remember just even coming into on Broadway, like a little hill there and Lose Control comes on and I'm just like, I'm just like, Nicole, Nicole, Lose Control came on. Yeah. And I like spent the entire night the night before, like making, making a your playlist. playlist. And yeah. the playlist, like, it was a banger. It was everything on there was incredible. The uh, F1 theme song did not play. Really? It didn't. Nicole uh, did play it from her phone. Yeah. I, I was like, I had a pretty great amount of like music that got me through yeah. it. I don't remember a lot of it. Uh, Cause honestly, like, it, it kind of got me zoned in, but a lot of the entire the marathon was like me checking in on my body just because I it's didn't better. know, like, it was great to have like kind of, a, it was more for me, like having a rhythm of like moving my feet, mm -hmm. but like even the entire time I was just like in my head saying like, how am I feeling? Like, because yeah. at this point, like I checked out my mileage for like the weeks before and like, it's, it's kind of it's disgusting. It, it's something that like I, the reason why, like, my Strava post was LOL. Yeah. Because, I, just, I mean, I ran 6.9 pace for fucking, um, for that many miles from July, <coughs> July 6th uh, to that marathon. July 6th, week of July 6th, zero miles. July 13th, 20 miles. July, uh, July 13th, 20 miles. July 20th, the week of that, that week, 17.7. It's a week of 27, 33 miles total. August 3rd, three miles. August 10th, 37. August 17th, 21. August 24, 45. August 31st, 35. Uh, and then the week of the marathon, 44. And that's including the 26.2. So, and then if I go back even more, there's probably even less mileage than I did. So, like, I didn't run. Like this run itself was longer than most of my mileage, my colleges that I've had the entirety of this last like three, four months. So it was surprising. And uh, I was also say on the other side, like I wouldn't recommend it and I will never do anything like this again. Um, Cause it's just not, it wasn't a good idea. Yeah. Um, it was a fun, it was a great experience, but like, I also really did risk getting injured. It's true. Um, 100%. Yeah, I risk getting really, really injured because, like, I got – if I were to just finish and run, like, 320, I think it wouldn't have been that bad. But, like, I got – I started running six flats. I mean, Brayden ran the last six, 19 miles, and he ran 619 pace. So, like, we were trucking. And, like, considering I ever run that much, like, I kind of seriously hurt myself. I do have, like, now, like – Blisters. Blood blisters. Yeah. Like, that I've – just destroyed my feet with, but like, I'm surprised those are still there. It's been two weeks. Well, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's, it, it was bad. I mean, I got blood busters at my weight and yeah. it was, they were horrible. Um, but like, good for you for still trucking on. Mm, honestly, you, you commit. Yeah. <laughs> you commit. So it's not like you can really stop. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at that point, like I've already committed to this. I'm not going to drop out. Um, unless like I actually like something snaps, like I'm probably not going to stop. Um, but yeah, it just wasn't a good idea, and I wouldn't re I wouldn't recommend it. I yeah. would not recommend anyone doing anything like this if they're not in shape enough to do it. I've heard some of the people like, "Oh, well, you did it, and it was awesome." I'm like, yeah, it was fantastic. I had a great time with it. But like, this was stupid. <laughs> yeah, like, and and Zach called me right immediately after. I texted him. I was like, "Hey, I broke two fifty this morning," and he calls me immediately. And he's like, "I was gonna tell you not to do this." He's like, "But I just figured, hey, why not?" But like. It's like just take it really easy. We did an easy week last week, yeah. but like, yeah, I could have really set myself back. Yeah. Um, happy, happy. It was a cool experience, but uh, yeah. Um, it's also just being very honest with myself. I, just, I 
I don't know. Like, it was a really cool way to see, like, just the the full scope of my human spirit of, like, how much I can actually make myself, like, just work, even without preparation and just how stubborn I am. But, like, even then, it's just not a good idea to do this. Another thing that we noticed, too, on the trail is that, and, and if you didn't know this, you will now, everybody knows who Chris is. Literally, like, every time that we would pass a group of people, they would always be like, yeah, Chris. <laughs> like, so, like, we noticed that, like, people that we've never even seen before would know who you are, and they would cheer you on. And it was actually kind of like your own marathon, to be honest. <laughs> it was pretty cool. It was cool, and it's also one of the other guys that I coach. Like, I saw Ryan, like, right at the end of it, and it was great. Like, did I know this? Yeah, he's one of the Rocky Fork guys. No, I mean, did I know that, like, he was there? Uh, he was uh, when we went at the last uphill. Yeah. It was that little group that was running there. Because, you know, like, eventually it's going to be like a Scott Pogram situation. We all have to fight each other, right? I think he'd kill you. Like, Keen, like Keen would destroy you. Maybe. Keen would destroy you. I've got upper body strength. Have you seen my handstand push-ups? Keen would destroy <laughs> you. I could probably Theo take Anna. would destroy you. I could probably take Annalise. I think Annalise would destroy you, too. Shit. <laughs> Look, man, this isn't boding well for January 1st. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I think my, my, my takeaways from that, it was, it was cool. I, I'm going to get that shirt. So it's nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, it got me really excited for going forward. We're going to be changing things up a lot. Um, on my conversation with Zach, we have decided to, um, uh, put the marathon on hold for maybe the next year. Um, even maybe the next year and a half at this point. If we're going to be quite honest, like marathons, major marathons aren't going to happen. Even not on, I think even the next year. How dare you. Um, so we decided to start hitting the shorter distances. Mm-hmm. Um, he's seen a lot of success with the shorter distances. He's probably in sub 14 shape to be honest. <coughs> but um, yeah, we talked about going back to <coughs> come back. Let me get some beer real quick. Well, listen, if the Big Ten can play football, then you can run a major marathon. That's all I'm saying. The Big Ten is back, by the way. Big Ten is back. Um, I am helping myself out with some planning for president, which is, I think it's a little bit a little bit older than yeah, it should be. Yeah, I can kind of taste that. Yeah. But it still tastes good. Yeah, It definitely makes me want to vote for planning. 722, yeah. It's Make sure you're registered by Yeah. It's uh, voter registration day. Yeah. Go, go, register the vote. Um, but we've decided to go down to the shorter distances. So I'm going to go back to the 5K, yeah. which is exciting. I haven't run a really fast 5K. My fastest 5K is still 2012. So I think I was in sub 15 shape when I was in college. I just switched over to the steeple. So I really want to see what I can do. And I want to really break 15. I want to break two in 800 too. It's something that I've always been in the back of my head. Um, and Juice can try to help me go through that. But like, yeah, there's some there's some goals on the track that I've been wanting to do. So we're going to go 5K, then we'll go to 10K again. Get that leg speed. That leg speed that I've uh, kind of neglected for a little couple of years. And uh, then from there, start being stronger in the marathon. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. I'm excited for you. Yeah, this up 15 is something that uh, I'm excited to watch you do. But at the same time, like, I also wish you the best of luck because that sounds very painful. 
Mm-hmm. So <laughs> enjoy that, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, I... The marathon's your... like... The marathon's like... I can handle that. Yeah. Like, the marathon's been really easy to, like, segment out. It's hard to segment out a five-count track. Yeah. Like, it's just... It's difficult. I'm... I'm nervous to come into it, but I'm excited to just start running back, getting back into this fast stuff. Like, I want to see how fast it can go. I really want to see how fast it can go. I think I'm a sub-15 runner. Like, I, I know I, I can do it. So we'll see when we get back to that. Um, this is your first step on the way to OTQ? That's the goal. That's first really step. the goal. Big Ten football is back, by the way. <laughs> We've talked about that. Throw it out again. Uh, the U is back too. The U is back. The U the is turnover back. chain and popcorn. The touchdown chain. What, what other kinds of shit are they doing now? They have like a back. They have a ring. I think they have a ring. Yeah, they have yeah. the rings. Yeah, they have the rings. Yeah. Um, which cost at least a million dollars. Um, uh, if we're, we're going to just jump off topic here, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tampa won his first game. Who? Tom Brady won his first game. Did he really? I think he did. Yeah. Yeah. Good for um, him. Also, uh, the Patriots are a lot better than people expected them to be. But I was a Patriots fan. Uh, we lost on the one-yard line. Saw it. Rex. Uh, but Cam Newton, whoever let Cam Newton go, you guys fucking saw it. It was because we yeah. got we got Cam Newton. Panthers, Panthers really well. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's. I mean, he was a free agent. So I mean, that, well, I'm saying, him up. Why didn't you pick him up? Why would you? Why do you? Why do you let? Why do you let Bill Belichick take Cam Newton? I love it. It's great. It's but, an ongoing investigation. That's what I'm saying. I'm so happy because uh, we're. I'm. I'm thinking we're going to make the playoffs when I didn't think we were going to do very well this year. So it's. I'm. I'm just going to. Nobody will it. say that you'll win the Super Bowl, but you might make the playoffs. That or the Browns go to the playoffs for the first time. But we'll see how it plays against the Chiefs. <laughs> the Browns are doing shit. The Browns are. The Browns won a game. The, the Browns won a game. They won a game against the, the Bengals, the worst team of last season. I don't the know. Bengals that are not the... They were. That's why they got the number one pick. That's why Joe Burrow went to Cincinnati. Oh, oh, they were the worst ooh. team of last season. Ooh. So let's wait until they play a good team, and then we can start making actual statements about the Browns. And Joe Burrow ain't bad. Joe Burrow ain't bad. Yeah. Not his fault that the Bengals have lost both their games. Yeah, but definitely somebody's fault. I blame the coaches. I think he like threw something crazy like 63 or 64 passes in a game. Was something stupid like that? Damn. Uh, My man's making his money. Yeah. He's putting in work. Yeah, he's... Uh, I feel bad for him. Um, <laughs> all right. So we, we did get some questions regarding the marathon, too. So I do want to answer them. Uh, I answered one with Nicole. Um, the second one was, what was the best part of running the virtual marathon, in your opinion? Um, it's hard to say, though, honestly. I made along the way. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> I think just the the entire journey in itself, like it really was like just. It, I think this marathon meant a lot more to me because of just me. It, it was a really great time for me to just tackle my own hesitations, yeah, um, and. And really, just kind of take the test of what I, what my, what my body and what my spirit can do when it's not at its best. Um, September is typically the worst month for me. Um, it's crazy enough, but it's my birthday. It's like typically the hardest month for me. So that really was like 
I wanted to, I wanted to show myself that I could do something that I probably wasn't prepared to do. And I think the entirety of it was probably in itself was a great experience for me. Um, definitely having like some of my best friends join me. Um, I've gotten really, really close to, to, to Brayden and, and Josh and Derek and, and Logan and Nicole over this past year. And like having them there, is, it was fantastic. These are the people that I hang around with most of the time. Like, like I stepped away a lot from all the run clubs I used to go to. Yeah. Well, basically because COVID, of course, like I'm not going to run clubs. I'm not going to be in public as much as I used to, but like, these are the people that it's that even like as COVID started opening, it's people that I've taken the time to actually spend most of my time with. If I look over the last year, that's I spent most of my time with these people, um, and and even right after that, like like Keen sent me a message right after that saying like congrats and and people reaching out to me about it. And it's like it, yeah, it's like even even just reactions to it, it's just like it's like. Evan saying like what the fuck and and Sam going you're a psychopath for doing this like <laughs> like I it is like I I do it's kind of a weird thing where it's like I I love being able to do this stupid thing like when I'm not ready to do it uh, just because I'm really stubborn and it just it shows me like there is something left in me um, there's still left something left in me to keep going and uh, I'm excited for it I'm excited for where I can do going forward and. Especially after losing the last like five months, yeah, almost like like yeah, five months of running after that injury, like I think it's really easy to like have those 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 aspirations of trying to get an OTQ when you're running like two twenty five pace and you're like I got another couple of years of just staying healthy, but after you lose almost six months, it's like ah, ah I can barely run seven minute pace, and I was running five thirty pace like I was nobody's business, and like. It's kind of just, yeah, it, there's something there and I can still like channel it. And I'm like, I still have that killer instinct and I'm like, I'm ready to get back to it. If Tyler runs lifts can take eight years off and come back and still be competitive, I think six months, you're okay. Yeah. Shout out to the last <laughs> couple episodes of the podcast, by the way. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't get a chance to listen to it, they were great. Like all, honestly, all, all the elite files stuff has been some of my favorite things that I've been able to put together. Yeah. And, it's been it's been a great time. It's been really um, cool. Um, Pancakes asked. Um, so he did. He asked, "What were your biggest concerns jumping right into the marathon? Be from the sixteen mile before? Uh, biggest concerns were finishing. <laughs> uh, the sixteen miler actually made me more confident to finish this whole thing. Um, that's really what it. Like it was a confirmation that I can do another ten miles at seven flat." And to be okay with it and just finish. Um, my biggest concerns were uh, my piriformis acting up again, or getting some kind of stress fracture um, from it. Um, I didn't really have shoes to wear, so like I kind of shouts to Derek for letting me use a pair of Rincon twos, like brand new Rincon twos that he just got in. So I just used a new pair of shoes for that day. Uh, but yeah, I, I was probably my biggest concerns. I didn't really have, besides that, I was just like, it was only finishing, finishing or getting hurt. It was actually pretty cool to watch your shoes get dirtier as the run went on. <laughs> like <laughs> the bottoms of your shoes when we started out were so white. And then by the end of it, like you could see the yellowing and like the, the darker from the dirt and stuff. And I was like, Hey, 
Sorry, Nicole. Dad. Yeah, Nicole and I pointed that out a few times. Uh, what's the story behind any pre-ridged rituals or meals that you do slash did for this? Uh, the lion. Oh, yeah, I listened to that. Uh, every every time before any race that I do, I listen to the same um, the same speech. It's it's pull haw junkies. It's, um, it's Christopher Walken doing the lion speech, and it's one of my favorite things that I watch. Um, basically, the, the premise of it is... Uh, that the lion's came to the jungle and every so often that he is just laying around and, and people start getting closer and closer and just batting at him just saying like, he's not what he was. So tired. So tired. So hot. So hot. <laughs> he doesn't want to move. <laughs> and he's like the hyenas and like they just bat at him and get closer and closer and closer and closer. And then one day he just tears the shit or runs like the wind and just destroys everything. And because one, sometimes he has to tell everybody who he is. Um, and it's like, and Christian Walken goes up to the, the main character and says, uh, it's too late to run. It's time to kill. And I listened to that before every race. Um, it is, there's still, I, I've always kind of had that chip on my shoulder because I've been hurt for such a long time and been hurt for pretty much all my career. That like, I don't give a shit how much I'm hurt, but like, I'm still going to, do something that's going to be as good as it can be. I'm going to make, I have the opportunity to run. Why not take advantage of it? Um, I think it's funny. Like for me, the thing that I watch before all the races that I do is the scene from the first Rocky movie where Rocky goes to father Carmine and asks him to say a prayer in case he gets beat up so bad. Um, and like the whole scene is basically just like Rocky being like, you know, I'm, I'm late for the fight, but you know, I want to make sure that I have this prayer set over me so that that way, in case I get beat up, like I can still like go see my family after. And like, I think it's it's telling based on that versus what you listen to before your marathon, like how we feel going into these races. Like, I'm always so worried about like what's going to happen to me, and I think that you're more focused on like that killer instinct. You know what I mean? Like you don't really think about that. So like. And I think that that has number one, something to do with like the whole me being new to this, which at this point, I guess I'm, I'm out of my rookie season. Um, but yeah. I no, mean, I, if I, we're talking about a year, I mean, your rookie season is still until about November. Uh, I think since I ran that marathon in October. We started off in November. We started off, but I started off running before you. It yeah, counts. But we didn't get into like actual training training. Until Are you now. saying that I've now joined Haas? And I <laughs> well, I think we, we had a conversation about this, like yeah. with some of my friends, and it's because I think it's not even a little bit different. Like if you pull like Nicole, yeah, and you pull like Kane from it. Like I was thinking about this on my run about like kind of that fighter mentality, um, spider flight kind of thing. Yeah, um, you're starting to learn it a little bit. I saw it in the, in the half marathon. I saw it. Yeah, um, but. And I had had the conversation about whether like this is a a nature or nurture kind of thing. Um, Because Nicole played soccer and Nicole's highly competitive at just, I think it comes from kind of a, kind of a thing like that. Um, You go into like, go into Keen. Keen was lacrosse. She played lacrosse in college, like highly competitive at what, kind of had a competitive attitude, especially in the later stages of things. 
I've run. That's where I got my thing. Uh, even with Braden, like skateboarding, it's like I think being able to stick with it enough to be able to like those combos. Yeah, yeah. Like also, if you haven't checked it out, like the fact that it is like you run a fifteen oh seven and it goes out and goes skateboarding. Out yeah, and just I saw that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but for me, like I was a theater kid in high school, and then when I went to college, like I was kind of a nerd. Like I built computers, and I don't really have that competitive side of me. And like I had this conversation with Hannah the other day when I met her friend Sarah, um, and we just kind of like all sat down and talked about like that competitive spirit. Sarah was one of her athletes when actually her first couple, her first class, I guess you would <laughs> say, that she didn't actually recruit. Like she was inherited from another um, team once Hannah took over, and. Um, Sarah didn't have that either. And her team didn't have that. Like a lot of them were just like friends, but they didn't necessarily like, they weren't competitive. You know what I mean? They, they were all just kind of like um, there because they wanted to run for capital and, and all that. And I think that in a way, like, I don't know that I will ever necessarily have that killer instinct or that fighting spirit um, in the same vein that Nicole Keene or Chris have but I also don't know that I necessarily need it. Like, I think that there is a way for me to be the way that I am and also still succeed in running. And um, I think I've proved that so far, to be honest with you. And I will continue to prove that without needing to push myself to beat somebody. That's not to say that I'm not competitive with certain people, <coughs> which I am, but um, well, yeah, no. I, I, I mean, when, as I went on, this is actually all thoughts that I had on my run today was, I think we can build that. Yeah. Um, the killer instinct or the fact that I don't have it? We can build some kind of killer instinct to it. Why do I need it is the question. Because when we're six miles left of your marathon and you want to give up. No, no. With myself. Yeah. I'm 100% okay with being critical of myself and fighting with myself. It's not critical. Well, no, it's not in the there's, negative There's, way, there's negative. creating, like, when you're, when you're deep into something that, because, like, a I thought about this was like with this marathon, like I didn't have any goals for it, but I created goals as the three hours went. That's not to, like I said, I'm 100% okay with competing with myself. It's just when it comes to other people, like I don't feel like I need that. Yeah. And I, for me, I've weirdly enough, like I'm, I broke that away from myself. Yeah. Uh, because like early in college, I had is like I have to beat this person, I have to beat right. this team, and uh, it ruined me. Yeah, like I choked. Yeah, I choked so often because like I just I didn't I I just put so much pressure on myself and it didn't happen. Like I was like I need to beat this person. Whereas like it changed my attitude. Changed like in my junior undergrad was like it's kind of happy to be here. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. <laughs> but also there's. Because, like, I, I think even with Keenan and Nicole, like, they have that instinct for themselves. And I somewhat have it. So It's been coming out. We're getting closer and closer. Yeah. And it's going to be, it's going to be that, 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 and it's not a competitive kind of channeling competitiveness against another person. It's channeling competitiveness and building subsequent goals within a run to make sure that we're right, we're, we're continuing to be on it. And when things get hard, it's a fight or flight kind of mentality. You yeah. have to create something for yourself to keep yourself going, or you get lost in a pit of 
why am I here? I definitely have a negative internal monologue when it comes to. Never had it. I've had it. Yeah. I had. I. I actually had it even recently. Yeah. You want to pull that? That. You know my favorite opener. Sorry. Oh, the fucking weird train conductor thing. Yeah. Um. um and and I, I had that, and I had it even as soon as as early as like, as as recent as uh. And I'll only pour it a little bit. No, that's all right. It's, it's getting shit faced. And I've had it even as recently as. Uh, and I've had it even as recently as in the 2018 season, right yeah. after Erie, I ran a five mile race. It was my debut race for Columbus Truck Club. And I went out in like 510. Yeah. I had just run a 241 at uh, 608 pace. Um, and I jumped into this. 8k knowing that i shouldn't have done it because like i basically broke my body after that marathon because i didn't oh, i didn't train enough uh i muscled out that 241 um but i decided to do it because well they had a really nice tracks from jersey there you uh, go and i went out in 510 and i tried to go out a little bit beyond the leaders there um and i broke i went on like I think it was like 510, 520. That's why I only give you a little bit. Yeah, break. it's pretty strong. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I went and did, I think my third or fourth mile was like a 620. Yeah. Which is slower than my average. Yeah, that's pretty. For, for you, my entire slow. marathon. Yeah. I ran a marathon at 608 pace. I ran a 620 mile, a 620, 624 mile in the middle of a five hour race Joke. and I, <laughs> I almost pulled that three. Yeah. I was like that internal model. I was like, Oh, what am I doing here? Like, yeah. this is like, I'm just here. broken. Yeah. Um, and it's hard. I mean, I think a lot of it is just like, once you get into that and also there's also aspects of it. It's like, you just not, you should not have been doing this. <laughs> right. Like I shouldn't have been doing, I shouldn't have done that five hour race. Like it was just stupid. And that maybe when I went out, like, PR pace or close to PR pace in that race is not a good idea, but like, it's hard. It's still like, it's still a thing where it's, uh, it's, we all still have that. And even up until like two years ago, I still had that. Yeah. Now I, during a run and, and Chris has heard this and I think a, a couple other people have heard this at this point, I tend to, especially when things start to get hard, I start to talk under my breath a little bit. And a lot of that underneath my breath conversation happens to be things like, I'm not going to make it. This is painful. Why am I here? <laughs> like, it's just a lot of negativity. And it happened during the AK that we did. It happened a little bit during the half marathon that we did, though I ended up coming back. I don't think it's going to happen during the marathon. I actually think that recently my internal self and my external self have had a psychotic conversation, not in a weird way, but <laughs> we've had that conversation. I think that I've kind of come to terms with the way that I want to talk to myself during these runs and it's had a positive effect on the way that I run. Yeah. Larry's realized that this person that uh, keeps talking negatively to him is an imposter and he's going to vote him off. Yeah. I'm going to vote him off. Pretty sus. Pretty sus. Pretty, pretty sus. Pretty sus. Among us. Among us. <laughs> <laughs> I've won more. I've won. Ninety percent of my games in Among Us That's today. Not, okay, so listen, you keep posting victories, right? And you keep being part of the crew. You realize the statistical probability of winning a game when it's ten versus one, 
Or nine versus one. Two. Okay. Move Still nine two. versus two. The statistical probability of you winning when you're the crew versus the imposters is high. So I've won. I've won multiple. What imposter. I'm saying is, like, I've you're won not, two. Imposter. You're not supposed to think about it as like wins versus losses. Not keep thinking about, about wins. It's like fun. Keeping about winning. No, it's and we train ourselves with these longer runs. Um, one thing good. that we adjusted. Yeah, this is so what we're drinking actually is uh, Iron Furnace. This is from Jackie O's. It's a barley wine style ale brewed with brown sugar, and maple syrup, and bourbon. Burps. You know, my boss is heavy into beers, and he has a Jackie O's like sticker on the back of his laptop. And he was really disappointed the other day whenever I went to that Hoof Brewery out in Marengo, and I didn't think about the Conky uh, Dong. Um, I should have a picture of that. I should actually. Why is that pretty rare? Or no, it's it, well, it, it used to be only like brewery only for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then he actually got. Uh, it got some We're outside of that. have to cut all of this. <laughs> I'm taking a picture. We're good. Uh, but, um, no, it, it's it's something that you build into workouts. Yeah. And it's the reason why, like, segmenting out. Yeah. And and we changed this as soon as I found out, like, your, your little habit. Uh, well, your little habit for your half marathon. That's my habit. Uh, where you never actually finished the... Oh, that was one time. Yeah, no, no. That was one time. I cheated. So, uh, <laughs> it was for so a month. We, we changed things up, and I, I changed things up for a lot of people that are, that are training and, and said, like, we can't take breaks during our long run. Um, because those breaks, like, we're doing the long run. Those, yeah. like, long 15-minute breaks is it's just cutting it. Like, we yeah. want to have a consistent run. Um, and I am going to call out. During there was a half marathon that I ran with the Grand View Run Club, right? Back in like maybe February or January of 2020. And I had a friend of mine whose name I won't name on the podcast say that it's okay to stop during runs. It's not a race and it's okay to be easier on yourself during these runs. So you can blame him or her for that advice because I have listened to that and honestly him or her, whoever they may be. um, Thank you for telling me that because I I subscribe to that philosophy. (coughs) It doesn't affect me during race day. Yeah. It's for, for me during these work, these workouts are all simulation. That's fair. It's a him by the way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) These, these workouts are all simulations to me. Um, They're all, figuring things out and just trying to get yourself ready for that race day. Yeah. Cause the workouts that I give you besides the marathon workouts that you're yeah. not getting it or longer, those few workouts, honestly, I think the most of it's like 35 minutes. Yeah. I just like, really not too bad. Yeah. like, I don't know if that's how my mind works, where yeah. it's like I piece that out and it's like it's only yeah. 35 minutes of hard work, and that's not that much only considering that you're minutes of pain. <laughs> yeah, well, considering that like you're gonna be on your feet for like three hours, three hours, minutes, yeah, like it's a pretty significantly like Less. insignificant amount of time. Don't tell me that. Just I don't want to think about like the three hours and thirty minutes thing. I want to. Think well, about, that's a great way. Yeah, like yeah. you've already you've already run the segments. You've already run the distance. So like I you've already crystal. You've already run the distance. So I, I think. The way you've taken it before, where it's like you're going you going lane to the race and it hurts, and it's like, oh well, like I'm am I gonna make it? My mentality when it hurts is no, you said multiple times. You said at least three. Hey, Continue. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I see. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah My mentality and these are 
I've committed. I'm this far into it. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm hard headed like that because like if you've committed that far into this, yeah. into this, and you've done the workouts and you've done all that stuff, as long as you're like you, as long as you don't go out way too hard. Yeah. Like if I go way too hard, I'm like you're you're an idiot. Yeah, you're like if I went on like if I if I did a if I did a half marathon, I went on like 4:40 and 4:50, and like yeah. started imploding. I was like, well, well, you get what you pay for. Let's try to like hold on. Let's see what we can do here. Like, it's really just like, ah, let's try to just try to salvage this. Yeah. But if I'm like on pace and I'm like starting to move the pace down and it's starting to hurt, I'm like, well, we've committed now. We're here, and it's time to it's like only a few more hours of pain. Well, if you, if you look at it this way, like if you were 18, 20 miles into it, yeah. At that point, like, and, and and you you have or even a twenty two typically the hardest part yeah. twenty two to twenty six typically yeah. the hardest part so you have four 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 point two five left to go for me it's like at the very slowest it would be six minutes a mile so that's going to be about twenty five thirty left of it and so like I was talking about in at, uh, during the marathon like. When I got to about eight, I started doing the math of what would yeah. it be like. The slowest would be six fifty twos or seven minutes. The fastest would be six flats. Yeah. And I started piecing that out. I was like, I've done runs faster than this. Faster than this. Yeah. I've done runs longer than this. Yeah. I'm only doing forty eight minutes left of this. It's right. only forty eight minutes. We've done forty eight minutes before. It's easy. We're gonna get this. We're we're just gonna get this through. Right. And and it just. That's how my mind started working. I didn't work like that when I was in college. It didn't work like that until I started getting into longer distances. But it's helped me out a lot. Where it's like you start when you start getting the higher mileage and you're, you're prepared for this. It's like you've done so many more miles than that's that insignificant amount at the end of a race. You've already committed yourself to it. You've, you're going you're to be at like 64 miles this past, this week. 63, 64 63. miles. 63 miles this week. <coughs> at and, six and you you are like you're right like you've done that many miles in a week yeah like it's, you, it's basically two and a half marathons at that point almost yeah three so you just say like i've run longer than this yeah. and at that point it's like you have decisions to make you can either say i've gotten to 18 20 miles i've gotten to so much of this distance and i can either give up now or I can say, hey, I've been hurting for, I've been putting my, my body through a lot for 18 miles. What's eight more? Yeah. What's six more? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's so much better to feel like, hey, we dug deep and we got the end of it than saying, well, fell off. And you know, the, the fear for me, honestly, like even during this, the fear for me of seeing somebody seeing my marathon and seeing that I blew up is this thing that's all in my back. I'm like, I don't want someone to see like, oh, he felt good and he fucking blew up and lost six miles because he went out too fast. And yeah. I'm like, no, I want to make sure that like this is this is tactical. This is all, uh, uh, this all like every mile was its own little battle. I was genuinely proud of you because like I, from a biker's perspective, like you really can't tell pace very well unless you're using your watch, and I wasn't. So like, I thought you were running slower towards the second half and you were towards the front. And then once I was told that like you negative split and by how much you negative split, I was like, holy shit, like, damn. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, I'm, yeah, part of me is nervous, right? Like, obviously it, it happens, but 
part of me is really excited. And I think that that part of me outweighs the part of me that's nervous. And I think that on race day, I'm not going to be telling myself, why are you here? I'm going to be telling myself, you're here for a reason. And I think that that is a good way to end the podcast. I mean, if we look at... <laughs> Continue. Uh, if we if we look at this, like it's been by the time you get that there, it's gonna be eleven months of work. We've all been working. We've been working for the sex marathon. Like the AK half, and AK was a thing. The half marathon was a thing. But this is all working for the next marathon. I don't remember either of those events, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's so not really leading up to the marathon. This is all like this last eleven months was leading to the next marathon. Do I get some time off after this? Yeah. Oh, thank God. Yeah. I've been consistently running since December. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we need you to take some time off so I can catch up and beat you I mean, No, wait, don't give me time off. I lied. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking about just quitting after the marathon. To be honest with you, I think that this is a good time for me to say we've done all we can together, Cristobal. Yeah, I uh, just want to let you know that. Uh... For season two, middle season two, we're actually going to be uh, Replacing cutting him. Larry and we're getting a guy named Barry. Mm. Barry. Jerry. Braden. Season, season three, Jerry. <laughs> season four, Braden. Braden, <laughs> <laughs> Braden is going to eat spaghetti on the pot. Serengeti. Yeah. No, I don't uh, think I quit anytime soon. And you're all stuck with me. And unfortunately for you, as annoying as I am, you're all stuck with me. Yeah. Uh, last thing that I got here, and this is from uh, Brant. Okay. Brant. Brant. Who was also an elite fellow. Uh, continue. Three tips for running in a marathon. Uh, Run. Continue. Ease. I, I like the 10, 10, 10 K rule. Mm -hmm. uh, 10. You split your race up in 10, 10, and 10 K. Uh, first 10 is getting into a pace, taken pretty easy. Uh, nobody gives a shit of what mile you run at three miles. Everybody cares about the last couple miles. You running a fast mile, mile three can lead to you having the worst mile of your life in mile twenty one. So uh, taking really just taking it uh, taking its own segment at a time. Ten miles get into it. Uh, Ten miles to really start moving, and then ten k if it's all you got. Uh, that'd be my first one. My second one would be figure out a nutrition. Uh, figure out. Don't and try anything new on that yeah. day. Uh, I had a coworker that, that tried something, well, accidentally grabbed something the wrong and ruined her race. Who? Uh, I, yeah, we'll talk about yeah, this after. Yeah. yeah, I was like, what? Accidentally grabbed something wrong and it, it, it destroyed her stomach and it really ruined oh, her race. Oh, I thought yeah, I know who so, it is. Yeah. Um, and, and, and things like that. So, like, have a nutrition plan. Just have a nutrition for yourself with these long runs. Like, I know what works for me. Um, it was a little bit alarming for everybody on 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 mine because i only really took a half less than a half a bottle of morton we water were pretty concerned the entire time but yeah. i took my four goose yeah uh, it was a nice morning though yeah it was a beautiful morning yeah. uh, but yeah figure out your nutrition plan um i do it every every five miles is my thing yeah five ten fifteen twenty um, and then you give up with it. And then I just go all yep. up from there. Um, and then I think the third one is uh, just what my third my third one will be. Um, Make sure you don't get the bean burger after you finish your marathon. Yeah. That's tip three. Um, <laughs> realize that the last six miles are going to be the hardest for everybody. Yeah. Um, 
and just make sure that it's going to be shocking. It's going to be shocking to the body. I don't think I've ever had the last four miles of any race feel like great, except for last mile of Columbus last year. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's that's going to be the just have yourself prepared for when 20 happens. Those next six miles are going to be a journey. Yep. Um, that's the wall. <laughs> yeah. And you, I mean, you have choices. You can break down that wall or you can just like have try to try scale it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or just have it stop you. Uh, so everything's leading up to those 20 miles. And I think having that thought in your head and saying like, we are all working toward that 20 mile mark so that when 20 miles hits, I can have a choice. I can either be destroyed or can be ready to go. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's all we got for this week. Um, we'll be back on the episode. We're going to be recording again on Monday. We're going to have everybody together. Um, Hell yeah. I'm definitely going to be taking this, uh, this gish pack out with me and taking it over to, uh, to, Keen's house because now I don't have to just throw it in my backpack. It's yeah. kind of nice. Question uh, for the pod though: Do you pronounce it GIF or GIF? Is it graphical <laughs> interchange format, which is the correct one, or is it GIF, which is the incorrect one? Uh, feel free to write into questions number four, Larry gmail.com. And uh, if you want to, <laughs> we want to get a group together for a for a play uh, for a game of Among Us. I'm down with that. That'd oh hell yeah! Fun. I'm gonna invite you to another Discord, by the way. We'll play Among Us together. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can follow Larry on Instagram, Twitter. Snapchat, my car, at Fadley, Evison Frank, A-D as in dog, E-L-E-Y. You can also write into the podcast at questions, the number four Larry, at gmail.com. Chris, where can they find you? Again, that's <laughs> questions, number four Larry, at gmail.com. And you can follow me on Instagram. That's going to be Beers and Miles. You can follow me on, um, yeah, it's basically it for that. And then beersmiles.com. Uh, follow the podcast on uh, Anchor, uh, Stitcher, now the important ones are going to be Apple and Spotify. Spotify. Yeah, yeah. Apple so, for sure, though. If you Apple. guys could leave us a review, that would be really appreciated. Um, five star reviews, anything less than that, and we will hunt you down. I won't. I will. <laughs> <laughs> no, and uh, share, share the podcast around. We really appreciate it. Um, if you guys like this, uh, yeah, let us know. Send a question over, and uh, yeah, uh, we appreciate everybody that listens. And uh, let us know if there's any kind of beers you guys want us to try or or uh, make Larry try. Because uh, we were really enjoying this Iron Furnace. Uh, yes, we were. But yeah, so uh, thanks, you guys, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Cheers.